Welcome to day two of E3 2018, and today I'm actually going to do my job a little bit better, and we're going to go around the table, and everybody's going to introduce themselves. Good. Whoa. So we got Andy. I'm Andy from SideQuest. The what? SideQuest. Which okay. SideQuest? There's like 42 of them. <laughs> Quiet. The one that's not with Colin Moriarty. <laughs> and uh, the missing child from yesterday, Wyatt. Like, hey, also from SideQuest. <laughs> And uh, maybe not sounding like a robot, Josh Langford. That's me. And he child, sounds like a robot. One, instead of lost child, childish one. I'm not childish. <laughs> I'm, I'm not childish. I'm the most mature one here. <laughs> You're the youngest one here. I, I am. Yeah. Prettiest, youngest, all of the above. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. I'm tired, too. And so. I'm Dave. So we are going to hit uh, E3 Monday. So we have Square Enix to go over. We have Ubisoft to go over. And then we have Sony to go over. Along with a little bit of stuff that we got to play at Sony and some stuff that I got to play tonight at Ubisoft. So we're going to give it over to Andy and he's going to go over Square Enix. Yeah. So uh, going off a list again because we didn't keep notes. We're cool like that. (laughs) Um, They showed the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit again. So uh, I know... Wasn't it exactly the same thing? It was exactly the same thing, yeah. okay. but not everyone got to see it yesterday because not everyone watched Microsoft. So, okay. I don't know. what did you think having played uh, Life uh, is Strange? It looks interesting. Uh, I like that it's free, uh, so I have no excuse not to play it. Uh, the fact that it's in the universe is cool. Because, like superpowers exist in that universe. You know, I guess that means Max wasn't an anomaly. She wasn't like special. You know, the only special person out there. It looks adorable. Like the whole the concept of this the little kid thinking yeah. he's a superhero, so like the idea that maybe he actually has superpowers or he's just a kid playing around with imagination. They didn't say if it was like episodic or is it just like a one in a one one and done like sort of thing. A one and done, like a single episode. I'm fine with that. I, I want them. They specifically said this is not Life is Strange two, which then also made me like. So is there Life is Strange two? But mm, we'll, we'll see. Maybe I believe I heard something that this is supposed to be standalone, but also have a little tie-in to Life is Strange too. Yeah, they said that you'll see some characters from season two of Life is Strange that might pop up, but they also said you're going to have to work for it and find them specifically. <laughs> so we'll see. Yep, uh, they showed a new trailer for Dragon Quest Eleven, which was looking pretty cool actually. Yeah. I was driving over here when they were playing that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've i played a few of the Dragon Quest games, and I've never actually finished any of them, but this one does look pretty good, and obviously come into modern modern systems and everything. Uh, they talk a little bit about Final Fantasy XIV, which uh, everyone would know is a common <laughs> topic on the side quest. Yeah, so, I play it so much. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't see it, so sweet, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Fantastic. that trailer after the fact. <laughs> uh, they talked about the patch, upcoming patch 4.3 under the moonlight. Uh, yeah, not upcoming. That's already out. I talked about that on the side quest. Oh, okay. Damn, I, you I don't just... even listen to it. And you, like, <laughs> you're there and edit, and you didn't know that? <laughs> I might have you know, tuned out a little bit. He doesn't bit. listen twice. I had to listen to it to edit it. But... Edit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the cool thing that they announced at the end of it was that they're doing a crossover with Monster Hunter World. So they showed Rathalos flying into the world, and I guess it's going to be some uh, some very very end game content for that. Well, yeah, I don't know about end game, but you do actually have to be max level to do this content, which um, is that's not fair. <laughs> oh no, you you think that it's like that max level means you have to own both expansions? So yeah, 
But this is the first time they've done an event that requires max level. The rest have all just required like level 15, which is just far enough in the story to have unlocked all three cities. God forbid a game make you complete it before you play some other activity. <laughs> oh, plus, trust me, there's plenty to play at Endgame. Yep. Uh, another trailer for Just Cause 4. It looked like pretty much the same one from Microsoft. So This whole press, press conference was like, in case yeah. you missed it, yeah, the press conference. The next one was Kingdom Hearts 3. It was yeah. essentially the same trailer. You said they were like, one or two small scenes that were yeah, just like, I didn't even notice. Maybe like 10 seconds of extra stuff. Well, of, the crazy part is it wasn't even really a press conference. It was literally just a Twitch live stream. Yeah, where they just showed trailers. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Um, they did announce a new game called The Quiet Man, which is coming to uh, PS4 and PC. And, uh, I don't know why I found that one funny. I don't know why. Maybe because it was, it was like live action at first or was our stream just that bad that... Made it seem like it started live action, our and then probably that bad. <laughs> yeah, our and then really it like bad. went to video time, game. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. For some reason, I have this. It's like, uh, yeah, can't hear. As a whole game silent, I would actually kind of be into that. Well, that was the one that was kind of weird. Where it was like the the main guy looked like he didn't talk, but yeah. all the bad guys were like talking at him, and he's like pointing at his ear, like I can't hear you, and then he starts beating him up. So I don't know. Might be cool. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider again. It looked. Pretty similar to what they showed at uh, Microsoft, and I think that was about it. There was oh, well, there was one game they announced. And it's not on this list. Um, and I'm completely blanking on the name, but they showed some trailer for some uh, platinum game. One was Babylon's Fall. Yeah, Babylon's Fall. Yeah. Thank you. Which apparently is gonna be exclusive to PS4. It sounds like. Yeah, that was another PS4 PC one, I believe. Um, they didn't show a whole lot of gameplay with that. It was a lot of like. Look like story building kind of trailer, but it could be pretty How interesting. How many games is Platinum working on right now? <laughs> well, one less to, now that Scalebound got yeah, it's canceled. Wait, what is Platinum working on? Well, like, isn't there, isn't there a new Bayonetta for Switch? Oh yeah, Bayonetta. Isn't there? Another, yeah, yeah. There's another one coming. They were split at one point in time. Mm-hmm. They were. They were. They were. There was a lot they were working on. That was, I remember it was like there was one. They're working like one game for each console. Yeah. So. But then I mean, right now they might canceled. not. Yeah, right now they might not be. But at one point in time, they were pretty stretched pretty thin. I yeah, felt like, like so. the Legend of Korra game, Turtles, Transformers, yeah. Bayonetta, the you know Bayonetta two. Yeah, they had a lot of stuff going yeah. at one time. And then there was a quick stream that uh, happened while you guys were waiting in line for Ubisoft, which was the uh, limited run game stream. It was it was very cheesy. Um, These games are coming to physical versions. Yeah, none of them were obviously new games. It was all games that were already out. But they announced a lot of games that they're putting out for uh, PS4 and Switch. And surprisingly, Vita. They showed quite a bit of Vita love with uh, a few games. Like Someone's a big one it. was uh, Valhalla and uh, Read Only Memories are getting a physical Ooh, edition. Those I'm interested. And they're getting a combined special limited edition with like goodies and soundtrack and stuff. Huh. That one looked pretty sweet. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, there are a few others, I guess. If anyone's interested in physical physical copies, uh, look up the list. Because they announced, like, they just shotgunned. Here's a trailer. Here's another trailer. And they had this whole, like, very cheesy um, well, this, first day with a green screen <laughs> kind of But this uh, is streaming. leading into the last of them. Because they're shutting down all manufacturing of Vita cartridges. Yeah. So they had to get their orders in by a certain date. Yeah, they have until, I think they have like two months still to get in games. Like but I, I guess I'm just going to play the ignorant card here. Like, can't they just make a Vita card mold? 
No, it's it's manufacturing with the the circuit board and the the card and everything else okay. in it. It's, it yeah, it's, there's a, there's a lot of proprietary stuff in okay. there. Yeah, I'm like, the the one thing that's weird is that they said that they're stopping making them for Sony, yeah, basically, but they're no longer making them for North America and Europe. They haven't said that they're stopping in Japan, which means maybe they could get around it by like but just printing the English version on region locked. Either, yeah, right? exactly, okay. but. Pricing. The cost of that, you manufacture them for Japan, and then you have to ship them over yeah. from Japan. Yeah. The cost would go up exponentially. Yeah, it's so it would probably consumer pays it for the shipping. More power to them, I guess. Super but limited. People are already paying. You know, you're talking a ten dollar indie game that on limited run games is like twenty five bucks minimum. So yeah, but if it are goes up paying. to forty five bucks, are people still going to want it? Away, there are some. There are some pretty out. crazy collectors. Oh well, yeah, there are. But Ben Palmer. All right, so that is it for Square Enix Unlimited Run. Um, while it's on my mind, so I don't forget about it, do you want to talk about what you posted today? What? Oh, Crash Bandicoot. Because we can, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a new level out call or coming out called Future Tense. It's based off the old waterfall level that was never completed or never added to the game. This is all part of Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped. And... It is, it's very challenging. It's really cool, though, because they took the concepts that are in the game and kind of extended them and made it into, you know, what would a new level for Crash Bandicoot 3 look like? Uh, So they worked on that, and it has 2D and 3D parts to it. Um, So it starts in 3D. You're running towards uh, lasers that are rotating all over the place and robots and uh, rockets are shooting at you that you have to dodge and then you go up an elevator and you are in the 2D part and you're making your way up a giant skyscraper and it's pretty cool it's it's a pretty wild level Um, so that is going to be free for all PlayStation users, I think June 19th? 15. 15, 15 I want to say, yeah. Uh, because then the game comes to Switch, uh, Xbox One, and Steam on the 29th Correct. of June. And that one will include all the content, the, the two add-ons, the... Uh, future Tense. Future Tense and the other one, the uh, Tower Terror, whatever it was called. I forget what it was called. The... The one that Naughty Dog had to drop because it was too freaking hard. Yeah. Um, and so all of that is going to be in the uh, physical versions. And they're doing a physical copy refresh for the PS4, which is kind of cool. So for people who don't have the game yet or people who don't have access to the PSN, the new disc will have all the content on it and have a new cover highlighting that all the content is on there um that'll be out june 29th with all the other versions as well which means you can probably find clearance versions of the original run potentially in the future yeah so that's pretty sweet um i did also play it on the switch briefly and it's i mean it's awesome (laughs) it plays just like you would expect it to um we played it uh or they uh when they were playing Crash just on, like, uh, I think it was on the Xbox One X, yes. 4K HDR, like, yes. that full-blown, looked, it just looked ridiculously good. 
Yeah, like does. any it, it, better than it had any right to look for yeah, a Crash Bandicoot game. Two thousand dollar TV, probably. Though. It is yeah. absolutely gorgeous. Um, but of course, the Switch it was the portable. It wasn't hooked up to a TV, and the graphic fidelity took a little bit of a hit. But it still looks gorgeous and plays great. So I'm picking that up myself. <laughs> I want portable Crash. So uh, yeah, you can get the crashes on the uh, Game Boy Advance. There you go, portable Crash. Yeah. So you can play <laughs> the uh, PS1 classics on your Vita. Yeah, no, but that's the PS1 version. So I want the. Actually, I think those are some of the games that you can't download onto Vita. They're really. Kind of I have them. Hmm. Okay. Almost there, positive. We'll go in and we'll find out because I have my cards here. <laughs> I just know that there, there are some PS1 games you can't yeah. download because there are dumb But stuff. I think those you can. Yeah, um, maybe I'm confusing with like, I don't know, Spyro or something. Either way, it, the, the jump from the PS1 versions to what's on the PS4 now and what's on the Switch soon is it's incredible. I mean, the job they did with it. Plus... Spyro, but you can't talk about that till tomorrow. Yeah, no, there'll be a post oh, on that oh. tomorrow, um, or today when you're listening to this, and then we'll talk about it on tomorrow's podcast. Yeah, look at that. I no time. <laughs> Good job. All right. So next up was Ubisoft. Um, so for Ubisoft, they started their conference off with what they always start their conference off with, <laughs> Just Dance. So it's going to be Just Dance 2019, and it's coming in October. They had a full like marching band in the and theater. It's still coming to the Wii. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, someone posted the cover of the Wii version. Wow. Which, which tells you that there's it's there's a still it's selling still sells, on the Wii. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, That's crazy. Then they moved on to. Is sh- it coming to the Wii U? I don't know. I didn't see. I just saw someone post the cover that of the would Wii be version. Up. See, that would be. But, but it can work on the Wii U. But it would make sense because I mean the Wii U sold. Like next to nothing compared to the Switch and the Wii. Yeah, yeah. So um, they they moved on to Beyond Good and Evil Two. Um, I th- I think they explained this last year when they revealed it, but this is a prequel to Beyond Good and Evil. Um, but yeah. they spent a lot of time focused on. There's going to be a uh, like a lot of community created art and music, which brought up a lot of controversy. They're working with Joseph Gordon Levitt's Hit Record, so basically it's like they're crowdsourcing art from the community to get put in the game and Twitter blew up over the controversy of like, are the fans going to get paid to produce art and content Why? for this game? Why would they? Because basically they're going to fill in the game with, yeah, but if I'm a studio that can get somebody I, else to do the work for me, for no, 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 which no, is no, no. true, but I don't, I don't think they're, they're looking to fill in the entire game. No, with, no, they're not going to fill art. in the entire game, but, but it's, it's a, it's a, I, I think Twitter's being an asshole. Yeah, th- fuck it, you, it, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it, honestly, it's it's designed to give the fans a chance to get their artwork or whatever into a game. I would do anything to get, get that chance. I mean, that's fucking awesome. I guess Twitter's like whole thing is like, well, they could hire people to do that. Sure, they could, or you they know? could say, "Hey, fans, do you want a chance to get your shit in the game? How much, Here. How much do you get paid for doing this podcast, sir? Did they? <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, like currently, <laughs> like being an asshole. But they are working with Hit Record, and Hit Record does pay their Hit Record whole thing is it's like uh, crowdsourcing projects, and they do pay out for that. So if they're using Hit Record. Then, the like everyone that's trying to fit on Twitter should look into Hit Record because they do actually pay out to people. How much they pay out is always like 
kind of a, a mystery. Like if you go under a website on Hit Record, it's like all I mean, over the place. It could be Spotify payout. It could be pennies on the dollar. Yeah, um, but it's it's just funny because like as they were doing that, just watching Twitter just blow up of this like oh so people don't won't have jobs now because it's your Ubering oh, art. You know, <laughs> there is a plenty of people that have spent hundreds and thousands of hours doing art for that game. Yeah, uh, so it, so it. I, I so wish they Little Big Planet did no, yeah, shit on Little Big Planet dreams. for the same thing. Or yeah. dreams. dreams, which is coming exactly. Yeah. It, it, I think um, like if they would have, they obviously they couldn't go into detail. I'm sure Ubisoft will go into more detail of like how much actual art's going into it because chances it are it's just like it's a lot. It's going to be probably a couple billboards. Yeah, you know? did, did like, they say like what part of the game? Because I think of well, like they, they showed an image are, at the press conference. They showed an image of like a building, like okay. of one of the areas that you're in with and, like and a it billboard. Had, and okay. it, well, it had like a smooth cinder block facade, and yeah. it literally like they put up this like pink thing that says "Your art here." Yeah. 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 Because like, I think of like fighting games, like some of the Guild Digger games, they'll put like a gallery mode and they'll have some fan art in there that's like, you know, here's some art we got yeah. from fans that we stuck Did they in pay the game. them? Yeah. I, I honestly don't know. What the fuck, those assholes? But it's obviously not like a selling point of the game. It's like, here's a fun gallery mode, you know, spend your yeah. in game money to unlock I, I have a thing. feeling like the, the whole blow up on like Twitter is going to be, it's, it's overblown because we don't Twitter? know how. We, yeah. <laughs> really? But we don't know like. But I guarantee you're going to see like Vice and Waypoint articles talking about like, yeah. like the fucked up nature of it. In reality, it's like it's probably going to be a handful of billboards that no one's really going to like throw a fit over. That yeah. really matters, please. And chances are, like, if they are using Hit Record, chances are they're probably going to pay out to the artists because that's what that website does. Hey, it pays the, out. The billboards in Burnout Paradise, did they pay for, have like Pizza Hut on those ones? Obama paid to Actually, have his ads did. on that, yeah. <laughs> they didn't pay no, me no, no, no. It was the other way around. Paid. Criterion didn't pay them. No. They didn't yeah. pay me to drive Those companies them, paid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but that was, that, was, that was only not, that was not only free I, getting it in there. It was, that was, that was actual advertising. Was yeah. All right. So, um, next thing they showed is a game that's still, fascinates me that it's that it's doing as well as it's doing because it was terrible at launch uh rainbow six siege there are 35 million players playing that game currently oh they've done 10 seasons 40 different operators 19 maps and they laid out this whole like pro uh pro league that they have with these invitationals and finals and and all that stuff along with um they're also releasing a documentary about like 10 community members so it that game for us broken as it was at launch in the first six months for them to be able to save it and make it like pretty much one of the premier console esports games it's pretty interesting ubisoft's commitment to their games is fantastic like they haven't given up on like they could have given up on siege because it was broken but they they knew there was something there and there was an audience for it and they continue to support it and everyone seems to be happy because content keeps rolling you know I didn't even know the esports scene on that was like big. It's big, big. Yeah. So. Um, and then they announced uh, Trials Rising. That looks like so much fun. <laughs> and they showed. It like looks a, so frustrating, they but showed like a so really much fun. Cool death sizzle reel too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the interesting part though is like so there's a guy that actually um, they brought him on stage too on top of the fact that they, the other guy like rode his bike down the aisle, which was kind of like crazy. But um, they, the uh, I can't remember his name. I didn't write it down. But like three or four years ago, he had a YouTube channel where he was teaching people how to play trials, like he was how to play trials games, and he was um, and he was kind of almost doing a tutorial. And then uh, Ubisoft hired him to do their tutorials for the game. Um, so like, in, like 
they've they spent a lot of time focusing on like the community members and stuff like that. And there's going to be a yeah. closed beta for it, and it's scheduled to release um, February 2019. Um, like everything else, like yeah. six months ago. 2019. You said 18. I did not. Yes, you did. I think actually you go did. back and listen to it. You said 18. <laughs> All right, hang on. We're gonna pause the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, next up was Division Two. So. And again, they showed it in Washington D.C. Um, and then they're in Georgetown. Is it? That's that's what I was looking at. I was trying to figure out what was going on there. They start in Georgetown. Yeah, that's where their little enclave is, which that makes sense. But then the people that are coming in, like, how the fuck did that that little paper airplane make it from Georgetown <laughs> all the way over the Arlington uh, National Cemetery? For Josh. fuck's sake! Uh, but yeah, those guys were coming in across the Potomac from Arlington. Um, that grave or that cemetery too was crazy. That's, How much well, that's stuff? Arlington National. Yeah, cemetery. but there was also it's, more. There was fresh graves there too. Yeah, so. it's that's a big place. It's I've been there. It's a huge fucking cemetery. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, one of the like some of the big thing they announced is that they have true end game choices where you complete the campaign and you get to select a specialist option for your character, and it sounds like that's a one one per character selection. It's not something that you can change or rotate. Um, so the game does support multiple characters, but, um, and then they also announced eight player raids. Yeah. Um, which, which the whole crowd went, yeah, went crazy. For. They had four player incursions. I never did any of the incursions cause they came out after I, after I reviewed the game and kind of walked away from it, but they had a, they had a four player like raid like activity. So now they're like doubling that. So who knows what that will be like. Um, then they also, you know, they laid out, they, they, they talked about the plans for years of frequent content. Yeah. And at the same time, they announced three DLC packs for Division 2 in year one, and all of them will be free. Yeah, that's nice. That's really I feel good. like that's a comment against another game. <laughs> yeah, Destiny's <laughs> annual pass, yeah. So, um, and it comes out March 15th of 2019. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it looked really good. Um, I did get to play it a little bit today, uh, tonight. Um, so like the it's a I'm playing a very thin like a thinner version of it. I don't have all like the skills and the traits and everything like that and the talents, but um, it feels very much the still feels very much the same. Um, the special we we they were having us test out like the specialist weapons and you have to get a specific ammo drop for that. And I felt like that ammo drop was like very very rare. I had a grenade launcher and there was like not very many situations where I was had enough ammo to use it. But I will write up more of that for Division when uh, I get Good. some more time with it. Good. Uh, just looking for heavy ammo drops again. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much what it is. So, um, And then they did, um, they did some Mario vs. Rabbids um, Donkey Kong Adventure DLC. It comes out at the end of the month. Yay. So. Now that I'm into that game, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they had a trailer for Skull and Bones. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Oh, um, oh I, I want that game so bad. Yeah, they talk about it, you know, being a shared world. They still haven't really talked about, like, they're showing, like, some story and some lore of, like, where you're, where you're, like, talking to a fortune teller and the fortune teller, like, turns over a card and that dictates, like, the one that was, like, you know, wind is in your favor for the next 12 hours, like, the, where the fortune teller can, there's different things, so they're going to kind of be, like, modifiers to your activity. Um, but they... They're still tiptoeing around, like if there's any kind of like campaign or story or anything like that. Yeah, it's a lot of 
you're you are fighting some you know environmental you know ships or bounty hunters and things like that but uh, at the same time there are other players in the water with you that That, that's the only thing that concerns me (laughs) is is who's going to be there is it it could just turn into like with no man's sky and other games where People try to band together, and then everybody decides, "Let's go troll them and destroy everything." Yeah, you can join that. You can join somebody's team and like help them take down a big ship and like split the and split then the turn loot on and them. then turn on them and take their yeah. loot. Like so, it's like it's really kind of like that worries me. Yeah, like that needs to be something that you can like turn on and off, so you can like protect yourself or I like hope so, or just only fight the environmental the environment, not you know, not any other player. Yeah. Um, that game is releasing in 2019. It's recently been like delayed, but it's one of those games that's been delayed that never had an actual date yet. Um, then they they uh, showed off uh, Transference. I still don't exactly know what that game is. Weird VR game. Elijah Woods crazy experiment. Yeah. You uh, just look into his eyes in VR. <laughs> it's a family. I mean, from what I saw in the trailer, from what they said, it's a family, and you play as each member of the family. You transfer between each member of the family. Uh, you're solving puzzles and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Basically. So what became of Elijah Woods? It's his character from Sin City. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, I was making reference to Edith Finch, but... Uh, it is, I got you. It is coming um, to... Uh, VR and they said other platforms. So that was their exact word was other platforms. So yeah. we'll see what that ends up being. Then they showed off Starlink. Yep. Um, Which did not look interesting until they did something <laughs> that made it suddenly interesting. So they gave it a release date, October sixteenth. Um, and for I the Switch, it was interesting. It was like a cartoony No Man's Sky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With Toys to Life. Yeah, that's where it, where it doesn't look interesting to that's, me. That's the weird thing. Yeah, I don't it's probably optional, fully understand I think, because that. they weren't really showing much of. They were showing it very very small bits of it, like yeah. you connecting something in your controller and it kind of like showing up in the game. So like they still have some yeah. questions to answer for how that works exactly. Because if you can kind of like change something on the fly, like what's what's it sounds like it. He said that? like depending on a battle, you might need to switch things. Yeah, out like you, it looked like you. They said you could like swap out the guns to like right. change your guns in the middle of the thing, but. There has to be some kind of like technology, like okay. So first of all, this toy needs to be plugged probably into your USB port on top of your controller. Yeah, and no. Then- that's how they were showing it off last year. Well, I mean that's a way to do it, but uh, like Disney and and all those other ones, they had a portal. No, no, this is on your controller. I know. Yeah. So I mean, what I'm saying is, that in this instance, this thing is attached to your controller, and then like, does it have magnets in it that when you change something out, it knows what it you're might, changing? The parts might just be taps. No. On, like, the things they showed where weapons slot in. But, it, no, he's saying, how does the controller know? How does it know, know that you switched it because from a machine gun to a rocket launcher? You know how? Because it has a Bluetooth link to your PS4, and every time you switch something, it knows through the Bluetooth okay. link. It doesn't have anything to do with your controller. Yeah, it's the it's NFC just there, stuff. so it's in your face the whole time. I would guess. Yeah. Well, the, thing that, the thing that seemed weird to me is like if you're playing, you know, uh, high octane shooter, and you're like, I need to switch weapons. Like, do you have time to look down, fumble around, grab the other weapon, swap it out? Like, how much do you need to change? This doesn't look like yeah. a high octane shooter. It looks like a cartoony, yeah. kid friendly shooter, probably. And then is it, it the other question is is those is that required? Like, is it yeah. required to have that? in front of you or that toy. And what exactly does it come with? <laughs> like, does it come with all of these or do you need to start It's going to come with a starter pack. Amiibos and five billion 
You have all of the, well, the if it takes uh, off. That's the Skylanders, right? You're yeah. gonna get all these too. Everything, all of those have have failed, and they're coming into the game now. Now that yeah. everybody else has pretty much failed, and Amiibo is still kind of there, but but like it's I an, said, it's a when different. When we went beast. out the other day, Target has cleared Amiibo off their shelves entirely. They don't exist in Target anymore. Um, I think they're still in Best Buy yeah. and I mean, some yeah. other places, but. We get some time with them on Wednesday. I Toys to Life is just dead. I think that's actually part of your appointment, Josh. So you can probably yeah. ask them a bunch of questions, or hopefully they go into a little more detail about that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, they did announce some exclusive content for the Switch, and it's uh, Fox McCloud. Yep, that looks yep. And his great. His ship and everything. And they gave a, a prototype of his ship to Miyamoto. Yeah. That's where it the game cool. got interesting to me. I was like, cool, a good Star Fox game. Apparently Ubisoft and Nintendo are in bed. They want everyone to know. Ubisoft Seriously. has been loyal to Nintendo. They release a console. Ubisoft is oh, there yeah. on oh, launch, you're still ready. Games for the Wii. Okay, uh, you yeah. get like, you get Fox McCloud. Yeah. <laughs> but but the Wii U, Ubisoft like supported the hell yeah. out of that. Right, they're the only ones that was, stuck with it. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. EA EA jumped in hard right at the beginning and nothing sold and they bailed immediately and <laughs> haven't been back since. EA just like, oh, we're going to release like one, two-year-old games, some case three, four-year-old games on the Wii U. It didn't work out and they bailed. Ubisoft's like, we're just going to release new shit on this and it's going to sell? Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, they ported all of them to other platforms anyways. Yeah. So then they brought For Honor on the stage. Um Announced that it's free this week on PC from June 11th to June 18th, so you can just download it for free. So I'm sure why you want to use Ubisoft's client. <laughs> they just switched the game to dedicated servers, so I think it was through Steam. I thought no, it was on the Uplay. It's, it's Uplay, yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. Um, and then they announced a, a major expansion called Marching Fire. It's going to come out October 16th. You get a new faction, four new fighters, um, some more single-player content to be revealed, and then a 4v4 multiplayer mode called Breach. This is another game that is in the competitive landscape that's been getting a lot of support, and they just recently, while in the development of the game, or while the game was out numerous months after launch, they switched everything over to dedicated servers. This is Yeah, this is another game that wasn't working out at launch, yeah, that they yeah, stuck with it. I was going to say, like, it, it didn't seem good. like it was too popular when it yeah, first came it's out. Starting to get a, it's starting yeah. to get this footing again, you know, a la Rainbow Six. So they're definitely, like, like Michael said earlier, they're definitely committed to... We're making this game and we're sticking with it until we know we're gonna kick it until we either it's down or it's t- it moves. Um, so I mean, it, it looks cool. I mean, like I have you know For Honor and stuff like that, and it's just I was trying to explain it to like to to you like to, to Andy the, today or yesterday about like exactly what it is. And it's I've like played it. So. Yeah, it's like a fighting boxing game. It's like it's yeah. more about positioning and pair up. Like the different stances you have to yeah. be in, you have to be in the same stance in order to block their thing, and right? Then, and match things, and yeah. it's just it's it's a it can be a slow methodical thing. Um, the crew too, which I totally forgot, comes out at the end of this month. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'll have an open beta. Um, a week before the yeah, game comes out. Yep, and you can preload the beta now. So a demo. <laughs> Essentially. Um, yeah. And then the server stress does. Yes, yeah, server stress. So when it fails, what are they going to do? Delay the game? (laughs) Buy a box. Um, And then they showed off Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, Which looks awesome. Yeah, so there's a land and sea exploration of um, ancient Greece. The war of Sparta versus uh, um, Athens. Yep. They've been working on this for three years. So it depends on 
looking at the, the cycle, that might be the Unity team. Um, it looks so good. They're focusing on an epic RP, an, ac- an epic action RPG experience, um, and then you can actually choose your character, male, male or female. And it's not like Syndicate where you switch between them. You will you play, play that one the entire game. Um, and then they showed off some like dialogue choices, um, where yeah. you can actually like have different conversations. They're with going the full blown Witcher on this yeah. one. I thought it was funny. They had the one that was like lie to the guy because it said like the comment and then parentheses afterwards lie and uh, someone who didn't like the game was on on Twitter going this game looks good lie (laughs) and it looks like they're just building on top of Origins even more which is a very good thing Origins was perceived very well Origins and a Witcher they did did go heavy into that RPG thing on the conference like they mentioned it multiple times like we're making this you know RPG yeah and they, they showed you know color-coded Gear, loot and everything yeah. well so. there's color-coded loot in the origins as well but it it looks like this one's gonna have like more like you know min min maxing and everything like that as well yeah so um overall i thought their conference was very well paced um they kind of did like what josh kind of wishes that other developers would do they're like okay here's the game here's a guy that's like creative game director here's his thoughts and impressions or what they're trying to accomplish here's some more of the game okay have a good day you know versus just showing a trailer and then moving on to the next trailer you know um so I thought it was paced really well, and they've got some. I, I don't really think that. I mean, I guess maybe Starlink was the low point. But they redeemed it, I guess, with the Star Fox in terms of getting the the crowd into so it I don't and think everything. There was any like, okay, this is boring part of Ubisoft's press conference. I don't know if you guys all agree or not. Uh, I thought Starlink was fine. I didn't. No, know. I mean, I'm saying uh, if you rank the things point. in order of what was shown. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Honor, so. No, I would have said the crew because. We've yeah, seen all that, over and everyone's and over forgot again, it was coming, coming out. You know, so I don't know. Yeah, the crew would probably be the low point, but, over, but overall, like solid show. Right. Yeah. Mm. All right. So uh, next up is Sony. So should we talk about our experience instead of just like the show? Because uh, yeah, we weird. We so we did the usual thing where we wait to go inside. We had to wait in the sun for a while. And we go in. No, we had a tent to stand under. No, until they moved us out of the tent. Me. They moved yeah, us no, out Michael of the tent for a while. Me standing yeah. under you. No, yeah. out of the tent. It wasn't when they, when they pulled the thing and said, "All right, we're going in," and they had all the security guards walking everybody up the steps and then stopped us at the top of the steps. So then, the front row guys, me and these other guys who were in the sun the whole time under the tent. Suddenly, we were in the shade, and all you fuckers were out in the sun. Yeah. It was nice. Uh, so, they, you know, they they were waiting to get in, and they're like, "Don't worry, there's plenty of room." Josh is in full seat ninja mode. Everyone gets in a room. It's a big hall. Well, we kept hearing, "Oh, that'll be fine for the first part." Yeah, yeah. Like we heard that from two or three people at like the the. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. different. It's going to be fine. Um, we get in there, and there's like this weird moment everyone has when we get in there, and we only see. Six rows of uh, seats pews. and pews, and it's <laughs> I just it was like four rows. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was it was like six. Is it six? Um, yeah. and a small number. Yeah. Well, and the problem was, I ran down there and I I got front and center, and you guys, I didn't know where you were. Oh, uh, dude, it was. Assu- I was assuming you were a seat ninja. Uh, well, like, but you see, we didn't know it was going to be like that. Yeah. yeah, and some guy jumped into the pew with me, and I'm like, no, I got people coming, and and the two of us are there, kind of eyeing each other. And we both look back, and he's, like, waving to his people. And I'm like, Dave, 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 get the fuck out of here. Get in. I'm like, I'm trying to get my people in before he gets his people in. 
And yeah, it, it was a little chaotic. Yeah, we, we get in there and then it, it's... It was more like turning the corner and it was more like, what the heck? Why are, you know, like, why yeah, we, are we in church? And it was great. And you can see it on the periscope. Like, we all ran forward and they're like, don't run, don't run. You know, and, and they're pointing both ways and everybody went left. And I was like, fuck you. And I went right. And I came, I came into that doorway by myself and I was like, holy shit. And I kind of ran for the front, and yeah, because you guys didn't mention there was only like you know four or six rows of pews, but then there was a huge area in the back that was just empty. Yeah, yeah it was just a big stood, yeah. and and so in. then yeah. Go- uh, sardines in there. Yeah. yeah, the fire marshal had a conniption. Yeah. Oh God. Well, we were in a tent. I don't they, think that changes anything. I think the fire marshal still <laughs> it was a huge tent can, though. Can yeah. rate those. No, but at a certain they, point, they 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 made an aisle. For the pews, and then a security guard is on that thing. He's just like, <laughs> "We're packed in here with way too much." It goes all the way back. And I love the fact that a guy taller than me stood in front of Michael. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. He, no, but he eventually said, "Like, can you see?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then he moved a little bit, and I was able to see. This guy was like six nine, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was giant. Huge. Yeah. Um. So we we all stand there. Uh, Gustavo from uh, the the composer from The Last of Us. I forget his last name. Santiago, I think. Uh, he comes out and plays uh, the Last of Us theme song on a banjo. That's awesome. Really great. Yeah. I-, I wonder if he's shy because he came out with like his hoodie on and he did not take it off until he was done. And as soon as he was yeah. done, and people he took were it like off. like waving at him when he was first coming out, and he he was like not making eye contact. Yeah, or anything. I mean I don't know. I think somebody that maybe like sits in a in a studio and makes music all the time, and all of a sudden he's in front of all these people, yeah, like, freaking yeah. out just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm because he was sure. like after everybody was like cheering for him, he took his hood off and he was like smiling. And yeah, <laughs> like he's like yeah. okay, I'm done. I, I yeah. didn't. Suck. Like he did not want to focus on the crowd when he first came out. He just immediately went to the banjo, tuned it for like a split second, and then just started to play. And it was fantastic to like see him perform live. Um, but then so the then Last of Us trailer hits, and we yeah. know why we are in this church yeah. thing because we are in the church that's in they the trailer. The room, yeah. like perfectly. Like made, they made it look like you were looking into another part of the room, and it was identical to the to the the. the I guess something it was the room we were in, like the hall that we were in. Yeah, 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 it looked like a church. And when we walked in, I was like, "Wow, I feel like we're in Far Cry 5. This is a little creepy." (laughs) I kept thinking because I kept hearing like crows when we were first coming in. You just kept hearing crows. I'm just like, "Last of or medieval?" Like we're doing. Then I told Andy, "I'm like, they wouldn't make a room for medieval." And then, then when the trailer hit, or when when Gustavo came out, it was obvious. Or they put his banjo out, and I go to Andy, "Oh, Last of Us." Yeah. Yeah. But then also Neil Druckmann was sitting right in front of us. Like well, we yeah, were, but then Kojima was sitting just a few seats away from you guys. Yeah, so. mm. with Cerny behind him. Cerny like, behind him. So I was yeah. like, eh, you could go either way. Yeah. So the interesting thing was, like, after that ended. Well, I mean, do we want to talk about it? Yeah, the Last of Us trailer. Talk do about this. Talk, what do you want to talk about? I mean, it was amazing. Ellie was, like, cutting people's heads off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, it was pretty survive, visceral. Like, and also, like. God, Naughty Dog knows how to make a game look just pretty. About, just about every trailer they showed tonight was pretty brutal. Yeah, no, yeah, violence is a is a thing in the video game industry. Seriously. Yeah. Um, the, the security guard uh, in front of me, the super tall dude, he was getting a little squeamish because I don't think he knew what he was there for. <laughs> like, I was hearing him say yeah, some, the, like... The part where they were cutting the guy's stomach open and his intestines were falling that out. Was yeah. yeah, that was a little bit, even for me. But like, there was a couple really times where intense. Ellie is just like, Throwing an axe in someone's in someone's eye, and the guy's just like, ugh. He's just like touching his neck, and it's just like, 
He probably didn't know like what he like was coming into. The right side of the, like in the characters, like she hits the right side of the neck and then hits him like across the face with it, and then just chops it into his head. And it's like yeah. whoa. So so Stewart yeah. is not going to be happy with uh, <laughs> <laughs> this trailer. The That's first what... thing I thought was Stewart's going to be pissed about no, this. No, Stewart, Stewart been pissed about that thing from start to finish. No, yeah. no, no. He would probably be happy because you have like this really good moment with Ellie talking to like uh, her friends and everything like that, and they dance. Stewart was probably happy with that, but as soon as it went into like murder mode, yeah, and man. Man, it was intense like the yeah. entire way through. So Exit stage left. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the weird thing. So I was I found I got the seat kind of center, but center right. And they said, All right, everybody, we're exiting now stage left, out the out the doors to your left, and move on. And follow the bridge. I jumped up and somehow I got past everybody and ended up front of the line again. I don't know how that happened because I didn't feel like I ran. I didn't feel like I was pushing past people. But I got right up front. And, of course, the guards are there holding us all back again. And we're all walking with the security guards, walking with the security guards. and Not a short distance either. No, Not a long no. distance, but not a short distance. Well, it, was, it, was a, it was a whole big walkway through a Japanese garden. And we're all like, oh, I see where we're going. You know, because it was kind of obvious at that point. Uh, and then we get into a big room that was like a big tent. It was, it was what you would tent. expect a Sony press conference to yeah, look yeah, like. Yeah, but it had more of like an auditorium because it had yeah. like the tiered seatings and, yeah. and, yeah. and the curved TV or the curved screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's why the I figured, all right, screen. this is it. We're, we're not moving from here. But that, I, I made my run to the front. And I got my seat and some guy was some other random guy was there with me. And I was like, no, down one, down one. Down. Huh, it was I the same guy. Down. It was it the same guy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it, it was, was a different guy. Because I asked him to move down. I was like, I got my people. He's like this man. I was like, yeah, keep those. Keep those. You know, and people kept trying to sit there and we kept blocking them. <laughs> Is it wide and I sat in two seats each. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we got everybody together in that front seat. And then um, another musical performance. Yeah, I missed that. I'm, I'm like down trying to tweet or Periscope or something. And all of a sudden the, the flute starts playing. I'm like, what? And I look up and there's a guy standing there. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. We have like beautiful like meadow, flower yeah. meadow of just filling the screen. And then a guy out there and uh, playing the flute. Really cool. Uh, what you're saying that reminded me like the in, during The Last of Us, like somebody that was being played. That was gameplay. Mm hmm. During the, like when Ellie yeah. was fighting. Well, it was recorded gameplay. Yeah. Nobody I mean, was, was actually yeah. playing it. And same thing with Ghost of Tsushima. Right. It was uh, just recorded gameplay. But it wasn't cutscenes or it wasn't, you know. Yeah. I guess the one thing that's kind of weird is while we were walking in there, they obviously took a while to seat everyone. Yep. And so we're sitting there like talking, going, are we going to have to move again? Like, well, we were well, worried and about then, we were, and worried then we're also going to move again. And yeah. then they were showing stuff to the stream that yeah, we weren't exactly. seeing. Yeah. yeah. So. They were just, showing things like Destiny and, and Call of Duty. Apparently, there's a free Call of Duty on PS4 this weekend. Story yeah. Trailer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God of War is getting a new game plus. Uh, like, yeah. So it sounds like they did like a, a panel in between but I that. know like, everyone on my Twitter is going, this is weird. This is really weird. I'm going, yeah, it's weird for us, too. But while like an, we were like sitting there, yeah. yeah, Dave Dave was like, I think, are we going to another place? And we we're look, we we're scoping out the exits. And I said, but I don't think we are because this seems like a yeah. like a Sony media briefing. Yeah. But of course, stage. everyone's everyone's like chatting and like, oh, I heard a rumor that there's there's four tents because they're showing four games. So. And there were four tents, but they were you know we only went into like two of them. Like, yeah. The rest of the stuff was probably just you know staff tents and stuff like that. Yeah. So there, there were was, people looking yeah, like four tents and. 
Sony before said we're only focusing on four games, so it was like, oh, maybe you're gonna journey for your experience. I was so Stuart scared. That remember, journey for what? Did he? Yeah, he's I like that. You're gonna that. go on a journey or something like that. I'm just glad there was no Death Stranding room because that would have been <laughs> scary as shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did, they did do the the, the handprints on the uh, well. Yeah. Look the, at that. Presentation yeah. wise, though, it was it was amazing. I mean, just moving us from place to place and and. These completely themed areas and the way they laid it all out was just was fantastic. Um, the first thing they showed was Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Tsushima. Gorgeous game. Yes. The first thing, I, like, holy crap! Beautiful world that they made, just like going the complete opposite direction of you know what Sucker Punch has been doing the last the, like ten years. And the detail in it is unreal. Just like right from the start when he comes out of that forest. With the horse, the wind is blowing, and the trees and the leaves and I'm, flower I'm, I'm petals focused, everywhere. I'm focused on the trees, like the the way they're all moving was so realistic. Yeah, oh, as I was watching all moving it, independently of each other. As I'm watching, and he's like slicing people up, and I'm seeing like all the plant life move with the wind yeah. and stuff like that. I'm like, man, this flower sequel's fucked up. Because <laughs> yeah, like, like on the horse, like the hor- like the ground getting kicked up from the horse, and then the yeah. the meadows, the meadows moving with the horse, and how yeah. fast the horse was moving. Yeah, it's like, so impressive crossing that bridge. Like, so beautiful. Yeah, and then we saw uh, some gameplay of it. It looks exactly what we, we kind of expected in terms of like the combat, what it's supposed to be. It looked. I could be wrong, but it looked like they had a bit of that stance kind of stuff from For Honor. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could see a few points in there where it looked like he was, you know, changing his stance. Here, I'm in a high stance. Okay, now I'm in a low stance. And now I'm in a mid stance. And How does, like, Bloodborne handle that, though? There's no real... St- I mean... Yeah, there's... Not that it's Bloodborne has, has... You can switch to the, the alternate version of your weapon, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really have quite the same kind of stance kind of thing. And um, This is, like, stance, like... For honor, ha- for honor has and absolver has in terms of like yeah like it becomes kind of uh, it's it becomes like an actual like sword fight would be of just like a chess match of like not hold down a button while you do this mm. um i i because that's that's how for honor works you, is like, it i thought you you, you, get, into, you get into a, 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 a stance and you have to hold down like l2 and then you can use the your analog stick to switch to the left, right, or center. But you, it, if you're in that, like where you target an enemy, when you target the enemy, that's when you're in your stance. But hmm. when they got okay. when they got into that battle with him and the woman, it, it honestly, to me, it felt like all right, this is a, a fighting game. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, it, it went into that like angle. It really, it did. looked a lot like a Tekken kind of game because that also yeah. sometimes had stances. Yeah. Well, where, it has yeah. a targeting system though. They were putting the white outline behind characters. Yeah, like, as you, yeah, it had as the as slowdown you, mode. And well, the not even thing. slowdown, but as he was focusing on a character, it, it, the game slowed like, down. Especially when he was in stealth. Yeah, like yeah. when he was up in the rafters and he jumps down, you could see like his, he was targeting the one guy. Yeah, I did really like that. He does have a draw attack. Yeah, I mean samurai game. You got him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, draw, he had a draw. I was waiting for him, like with his draw attack, for like somebody's other than that arm that he cut off. But like, like I would like when he cut that guy across the chest. I'm like, is, is his upper body gonna fall off? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he just wiped his sword off on his sleeve and put it back in. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, anyone have anything else to say about that? Yeah. I mean, the trailer speaks for Amazing. itself. Awesome. It looks great. Um, we'll see that uh, this week. Yep. Um, after that, they showed uh, Remedy's new game. So Remedy's, you know, working with 505. They're no longer going to be exclusive to Xbox. Um, it's called Control, and this is a third-person game. A lot of people around us were like, is this Inception? Like, just because yeah. of the I way everything was. I kept thinking it was Death Stranding because they had, like, the floating people. 
Yeah, but oh, yeah. they weren't like ghastly. Like this gun that was like opening and closing yeah. all the time. It reminded it was, me like, the blocks just kept yeah. rotating and. From what it seemed like in the trailer, it seems like the gun will be able to like do different Con- kind control of control things. Well, yeah. no, it was like that was that seemed like she just has powers yeah. separately from the gun, and the gun can just like rotate or. Just well, I went back. I went back through our, our appointments, and we do have an appointment for this game. It just wasn't named. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like Thursday or something like that. So hopefully, we get a little bit more clarification on that. But it looks really. Interesting. Yeah, it, yeah. Looked, really it cool. looked like the Force Unleashed. That Star Wars game? <laughs> you over here. Now. Because she was just like throwing stuff or around. Like the gravity gun from uh, Half Life? Yeah, it, it had totally had that sort of vibe and it, it yeah, looked dude. interesting. There's as a lot well. of cool, like, I'm going to take out this guy while I, like, instead of shooting him, uh, slamming him from the side with a, you know, vending machine or something. Yeah. Yep. I, I really enjoyed it. It seemed like the way she combined doing different things seemed nice and fluid and just, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I can finally play a Remedy game because I have, <laughs> haven't owned an Xbox. I, I haven't played a Remedy game since like Max Payne, uh, so it'd be nice to, to play one of their games. And they're you know multi-platform now, so that's fun. Yeah. Um, and then after that, um, we had Resident Evil Two, which we talked about on the podcast <laughs> a couple months ago. Remember, someone asked us like, "What happened to the Resident Evil Two remake?" Oh, and it's like, so I don't. They were busy rebuilding the whole damn thing from the ground up. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I honestly believe, like from the start, it looked the the whole said, rats' point of view. Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, check it out, man, Ratatouille. We're sitting there like spitballing uh, games VR, at the beginning. I was thinking VR right away. I, whatever they were showing, the, yeah. the angle they were showing it at, like the perspective of the rat. Well, it also looked like the sides were. I was super excited like about VR. a rat game. I was like, fuck, so, this looks fun. Like, so I said, my, I said Moss version two. Yeah. No, but but when when that fighting was going on, you heard the ah. I was like, oh shit, it's Resident Evil. It's Resident Evil. I got all freaked out, and then Chris came walking in the door, and it was uh, all Leon. over. Oh, it was Leon? Oh, yeah, yeah, Leon is Resident, Resident Evil 2. Yes, 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 Leon yes, you're right. Leon. Claire Redfield. Yes, Claire Redfield. Now, 7, yes. it's, I didn't play 7, but did 7 have any of the core characters in it? Or was 7 like its own, like the bio? Um, it was DLC. Spoilers? I don't know if 7 did, but I know they released DLC that had Chris. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if that was like just separate from 7. Stuff. Because um, they've introduced a lot of characters in their ten iterations but, of that game, but I do feel like that's going to have. I mean, they did it for all of Resident Evil and Seven. I get the successful. feeling it's going to have like VR. The atta- they said the, the attach rate on Resident Evil Seven in the first like ninety days was like absurd. Yeah, um, that and would be awesome. Resident Evil Two is one of the first games to get a release date, um, January twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. So Another that January February game that January February is going to be. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, holy shit. But it doesn't matter because you guys are going to be playing Kingdom Hearts. Speaking of which, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts... Uh, because Michael brought a pro. <laughs> oh, man, I saw that pro and I was just like, <laughs> I want that pro. Like, it... Yeah. Go back to the beginning. He said though. that. He said that while we were sitting there, he, yeah. it comes up on the screen. He's like, "Fuck!" Yeah. I am really excited though for the full package of all of them in one. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. How much, is that going to cost oh, like two hundred yeah. bucks? Well, I mean, each version of the game costs like thirty dollars, so it'll probably be like a hundred dollars for all of them. So it's not too bad. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Like twelve games, you know? Because we we're but talking about already it. already asking though, like, is that the only way it's being? It can't be no. the only way. No, 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 no. They said. I, yeah. They said, "Here's the game," and. Here's everything all together in one package if you yeah. want it. Um, because I've got all of them on PS2 and PS3, but I never bought any of the PS4 ones. So getting them all together in one package would be awesome. 
why it said if you buy if you buy that um, that much content, there goes your 2019. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the trailer they showed uh, showcased the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, yeah. which looks amazing. Like yes. they went like realistic with the character models. It looks like they were actually able to get the rights to all the actual movie actors, yep. as opposed to like doing some like similar-ish character yeah. like the previous games have done. So I'm very confused on how the game with the, the story arc and the story elements to it is like in the way that it looks like from each area, like the graphical fidelity is going to change. Yeah. Uh, so how it usually goes it's is... Like a world. Yeah, each world, uh, <laughs> everything exists. It's basically you're jumping world to world. Okay. So like you'll look... Yeah. Um, so like in the previous games, you would jump to like black and white Mickey Mouse world and everything changes that way. That's why if you look at the Monsters, Inc. level... He turns into a monster because that's how he yeah. would have to look. And so all of these worlds are all going to weave together into one. They story. have so. This is how this game has been <sighs> okay. from the start. Each world has its generally self-contained story. Yeah. that is that Disney movie story, and then there's like little interference from the bad guy. The so, overall. Bad so guys. like Xehanort has like heartless and nobodies. <laughs> need to play this game. So like basically how it connects is each of the worlds lives in their own little bubble. But, like, the darkness from, like, the Heartless Organization 13 is, like, creeping into the worlds, fucking everything up. And Sora is bouncing world to world to clean it up on his way to, like, getting, like, yeah, the main the boss. the combat I saw them show off today looked cool as hell. So, like, speaking of which, like, yeah. they keep adding different combat stuff and... Like, uh, ship combat? Ship battle. So, <laughs> yeah. remember a couple of years ago, every game had a bow and arrow. Every game had, like, uh, shaky cam stuff. This year, it's boats. Because, like, we have Assassin's Creed's got boats, Skull and Bones is just a boat game, and then Kingdom Hearts looks like they have, like, legitimate, like, ship combat. We just have, like, a boatload of those kind of games. Actually, there you go. That, that <laughs> felt more like a... Because when I saw that, when I, I saw what they did, it, it felt like the... It felt stripped down. No, 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 it's stripped down because the there's only how so much, like, yeah. depth they can go into yeah. it. But the fact that it's there and it actually looks like it's yeah. more than just, like, a simple little thing... Yeah. Is amazing. Um, they That's also retreaded. Okay, I mean, they've they've always had gummy ship combat. <laughs> oh. They showed a little. Bit, they showed a little bit of that in the trailer too. So I hate all those back. sections of the game. Um, and they just showed like they expanded even more. So like each day they've had a trailer at a press conference and expanded a little bit more, a little bit more. Too many characters. But it's not enough. Um, who's the what the like? Why it's the only other one that plays these games? Um, I played one and two. Okay. Um, a little bit of birth bite. Sleep. Burnt? Bur Did you Is say burnt? Burn. No, birth. Okay, I thought you said burnt. I'm I was like, trying to remember the name of the game. <laughs> yeah. I played a chunk um, of one. <laughs> in On the PS2. Yeah. Um, the Organization 13 guy that was there that had the scar on his face, I forget his name with the short gray oh, hair. Oh, the sharpshooter guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, God, I don't remember his name. Because that was the first time he's popped up in the trailers. Um, then the, you saw the girl behind me went nuts when uh, <laughs> Axel is that his name? Yeah, Axel yeah. and uh, Kyrie no, were. Really I thought him. I thought that was I thought that was him. That was <laughs> no, it I wasn't. Thought that was yeah, Michael no. that was going. You're one of those people who come late. No, Axel. He's like, oh, you got a haircut and a new outfit. <laughs> no, because I'm I'm pretty sure that's the story. Is that like they're not? I don't know that they're nobodies anymore because like they they're nobodies got beat, so now there might be they they're real people. That's why they don't all have the X in their name again anymore. I guess. Yeah. I mean. There's so much stuff we could. <laughs> right, so let's yeah. move on. Um, but it looked cool. Um, oh, I wanted to bring it up earlier in the Square Enix thing. There was like a little glimpse in their Kingdom Hearts thing that showed Sora cooking, which I hope means Ratatouille. 
Just because yeah. that, like, just even if it's just like a little thing, like Wrecker Ralph's not gonna have a world. He's just gonna be a summon. So like, if they can get Ratatouille in there, that's gonna be the great. Yeah, Shrek and, level. Hmm. Shrek level. Shrek is not Disney. <laughs> I know. I mean, it wasn't in Sony's, but I mean, it wasn't in the earlier ones. But I'm just like, I really want to know what the hell's going on with Aqua. I know, like her eyes are different and shit. Fuck. All right, all right, let's yeah. move on. Kingdom Hearts. Um, they did okay. So what was fin- after to, to, that? Fin- to, to finish it off, they did announce a pro a they announced edition, a pro really sexy Kingdom pro Hearts. with the, the sexy controller, and it was sexy. I, I, I was reading online before my phone died that apparently the special edition pro comes with that collection of all the games. Oh, that's nice. that's cool. Is, is, has it been priced yet? I think it said it was four fifty or something like that. Five hundred. But I, well, I the pro is four hundred, so usually you get the game five hundred. Like yeah, <laughs> I didn't didn't see the price. I didn't yeah, see the price of the game. The game by themselves. So this is before all my phone the games. died, so right, I can't look it up anymore. But apparently they're already up for pre-order, so I'm sure they have the price of what. Yeah. The all right. Yeah. Uh, followed uh, that fo- was followed by like a weird UPS commercial. Uh, turned out to be Death Stranding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like. Uh, I still don't know what the hell this is. That doesn't look Which, fun sorry, if you're going to be towing packages around as gameplay. So uh, that was the most interesting part of it. Like that looked like a game I would want to play for some reason. Yeah, because uh, it looked cool. You had a warp childhood. I, it looked kind of interesting to him. Just like, oh shit, I gotta take this box up a hill. Oh, let me take this body on my backpack. But fuck? all right, I just want to talk about how he's look. He drops the photo of him and his wife and oh, here daughter. Here we go, and it's Liz- Lindsay Wagner. I, I can see it's her, old Lindsay Wagner. And then the end of the trailer, she turns around and it's young Lindsay Wagner, and I lost my shit. And all four of you were like, who's that? <laughs> the bionic fucking woman, you assholes. What's <laughs> it was, that? It was, the, it was the woman I had such a crush on when I was a kid, and she looks, at the end of that trailer, she looks exactly like she did in 1976. I'm, I'm sorry, Josh, none of us were alive during the cave. Oh, my God. Days. Well, you know what? Kojima was. And he's, Is that he's the first time me. you he's saw like, her on a color TV? He, yeah, <laughs> he and I, uh, we had a black and white TV. Did you have to like rotate um, the, the, the antenna to see her correctly? Yeah, you, you had to rotate antennas all through the 70s and 80s, yes, until cable Did you have TV to walk became up prevalent. To the TV to press the button. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> pliers. Uh, but clearly, Kojima. Had a major crush on her too because time. he de-aged her right to 1970s Lindsay Wagner and oh, she's so cute. That is a total Kojima type of thing. Of oh just, my gosh, this game is Kojima's super friends. Yeah, like this is like he, is. he sees someone, he's like, but, I like them, and puts them in there. Obviously, we don't have a date yet. We don't, we don't, they haven't even attached a window yet or whatever. We know no. that Kojima has as much time as he wants allegedly yep. or whatever. But like, I don't know what genre this game is. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It, it, Delivery stuff matters. It doesn't matter when we're about three this, months out from the game. game. Yes, it matters. Was announced t- almost two years ago. So what? But it was announced like we cut this man a check, and he has a name. <laughs> like the Last Guardian was announced ten years ago. But you knew Kingdom what Hearts three when it was announced. <laughs> but that was a very specific game from a very specific creator. This is a very specific game from a very specific. No, creator. this is this is a game from a very specific creator. So we I, don't know what the game is. It doesn't matter what the game is yet. Stealth. You're not planning on buying it yet. I'm not I, oh, it I'm at sure all. There oh, are people who are already like want to buy it, but there were a few points in there that I felt like looked like they could have been gameplay, like especially when he walks over to the compound, there were. And he pulls out like a rocket launcher, and then yeah. they kind of cut. 
Yeah. But then there's a few other parts where it looks like he's kind of sneaking or there's like the over-the-shoulder look, look that's like, okay, this looks like a gameplay angle. Well, a lot of that walking was not yeah. – that, that was gameplay. That wasn't all cutscenes of people walking. Well, yeah, we saw it could it, be. It's Kojima. I don't think – I don't know. The, a lot of it – but yeah, you're right. I, I feel like some of those also could have been, been gameplay. There were chunks of it that were gameplay, but he's not ready to talk about what the story is. He wants it to be mysterious. Who, who gives a fuck? I'm not asking you to tell me what the story is. Or what the I don't the know what the hell is going on in Days Gone, but I know what kind of game it is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Why do you have to know? Decide if it's something you, that I want to play. You've already said you're not going to buy it. Because I don't understand what it is. <laughs> so, it's not for sale yet. <laughs> it yeah, we, don't have a, we don't have a date yet. There this, isn't even a date on it yet. It doesn't matter. This could be one of those games that will be in development for a couple years, and then we'll be like, oh, it never came out for PS4. It's a PS5 game, you know? Like, it could. It, but oh, it, yeah. really, it doesn't matter until we get a date on it. Then they'll start talking about more about what kind of game this is. It's, There's a baby? And Breaking apparently you need, to, you need to wake the baby if you want to go out and touch the dustman. <laughs> <laughs> that if they touch you, turns the future. The baby powers your Doc, doc Ock Yeah, yeah, thing. Little, little, little blinky thing. <laughs> yeah, it does. And if uh, you want to go talk to the dustman and meet the uh, bionic woman, you need to turn the baby on. Fuck yeah. Like, it's a weird thing. The other thing that I noticed is they, they showed him with like different outfits multiple times throughout there. So I wonder if that trailer is showing like a lot of different parts of the game. Because there's like, here he is with like the backpack on, and here he has like this mummy on his back, and then there's a few points where he has nothing on his back anymore, and he's yeah. carrying the baby on his front. Well, and plus then Leia Sadu is in it too, which, oh, oh. who? But yeah, she's, I mean, she's from, she's the Bond girl from uh, Spectre, so, and she's beautiful. I don't think Sony she's knows what this game too. is yet, to be completely I mean, honest. see her in Spectre, she's awesome. I did see Spectre. Yeah, but yeah, I did yeah, like that. It, it looked like it is gonna be like multiple different deliveries, not just like the one delivery. Yeah. So you remember that beginning of Castaway where they had like that, like he's like <laughs> delivering that package. You see the package being delivered. What if I told you Wilson. this is that? So is the <laughs> baby named Wilson? So you can yes, you can you, you can upgrade your ability to like tow two packages at one time. Yes, yes, but and then and then eventually you max it out, and they can you don't have to carry them. You saw they were also just robots carrying it for him so you, it's just an efficient way to deliver packages i mean castaway was one man show and kojima likes his you know hollywood actors so yeah so i think i think we're onto something here actually the the baby's voiced by tom hanks like that's gonna be the <laughs> that's gonna be the next thing i can't wait like he'll be kojima could probably get like a big actor to be the baby um okay so after that weirdness uh, we got uh, something that popped Andy, uh, Neo 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, no gameplay. It's just because it's still like. Yeah. There was a CG trailer. I think they said 2019. Yeah. But yeah. They didn't put it like February 2019. So right. it could be you know, next, I, next I don't fall. I think we're getting enough samurai action. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, and then after that, we got uh, Spider Man. Got some gameplay from Spider-Man, and we got to see the Sinister 5 of 6, because um, at the end of the trailer, we get a, basically, uh, Spider-Man goes to, like, the, the... The raft. The raft, the, the Supermax prison, um, and each time he goes to a section, Shocker's just releasing another dude, uh, and then the trailer ends with uh, a cutaway of Spider-Man just being like, you, and then it cuts to the credits, uh, but... 
So I guess this is the Sinister Six are the the bad guys in this one. Potentially, though we saw mention of Kingpin in a previous trailer. Yeah, so there's there's other stuff going there's on. A, there's yeah, a, there's in the, a lot. In the gameplay that we played, they mentioned Fisk. Yeah, who's Kingpin. So yeah. and then the thing I found interesting, I know they've said like it's a, like this Spider-Man is his own independent world and its own independent story. That but he there was a point in the trailer where he's like these are people that he's been putting away for eight years. So he's been Spider-Man for eight years. Yeah, that was the yeah. whole point. Is yeah. they didn't want to do like an origin; they just wanted to have Peter Parker just doing his thing, yeah. which is a smart move because I don't think anyone wants to go through an origin after being burnt out by origins in the movies. Uh, uh, but the, it looked good. Like there's their breakaways from their cutscene to gameplay is pretty damn smooth. I mean, you see a difference, but it's yeah. it's really fluid how it just goes through because there's multiple times where it went from action to uh cg uh and it was great like that game looks fantastic uh and that ended the show right that ended it and then they told us up and and out to your right which were the doors we figured everybody was headed out and we run out there and (laughs) we run out there and there's a new york city cab in front of us and a fake New York City skyline and tents with Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And everybody starts running for that. And they've got the little Disneyland queue line things. And everybody heads to the right. And this girl goes, oh, you guys can come over here to the left. And I was the first one there. And I went, yes. And I would run that way. And I turn around. And Andy's behind me. And why was back there. And I'm dancing. I'm like, I'm going to play Spider-Man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They jumped right into it. And it's, so, yeah. It plays so good. Yeah, we all God. we all got it to play really Spider-Man. Cool. It, there's a little bit of a learning curve, I feel like, with the swinging. A little bit, but yeah. once you start to get the hang of it, you're like, okay, now I can really traverse. And I think what you There needed... were a couple times I hit the wall, and I was stuck on the wall, and I'm like, okay, let me run up to the top of the building. And yeah. Let's go from there. Because you're using R2 for everything. Yeah. Like, you're using it when you're in the air, using it to, to shoot right. out the webs and swing. And, and then you a problem when you've lost R2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, and then you also use it to run up the walls and sprint when you're on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what I, it took me a while to get used to, not a while, but uh, the speed of the game. The camera whips around super fast. It's mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. fast-paced. But once you get a hold of the speed, then the fluidity of the motion is like there, and it's fantastic, and yeah. it moves really well. The combat feels great. Yeah, the combat oh feels great. Uh, the combat also, you know, because everything moves so fast, like the camera has to swing super fast. Yeah. It, there's a learning curve for that, but once you get that rhythm down, it is, like, beautiful. And he's uh, he had, like, three different, like, uh, spider weapons, basically, like, yeah. that yeah, you can use. Yeah, uh, and those were but all even, fun. And even, like, the, the basic gameplay is kind of, you know, mash and square to, to um, combat, you know, to knock guys up. But then you can triangle to um, what? <laughs> to knock guys up. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting tired. Um, you're punching guys and kicking them and stuff. Um, Andy, but then, no- Andy knocks up characters. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Babe's um, tired because that, 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 that cracked you too yeah. easily. But I, I was just talking about how if you hold square, you hit the guy in the air, and then you jump up in the air, you start air comboing them. But then triangle is also your, your web button. So you can shoot a guy with the web and then pull him back up to you and start knocking him in the air or you can like fly down to him and start kicking him like, or uh, grab fluid and L1 R1 yeah 
there's a lot of environmental. There's stuff. a lot of buttons in this. Yeah, so good. and then as as Mike was talking about, you have all of his gadgets too. Which reminds me a lot of like a Ratchet and Clank kind of thing. Because yeah, like, it does the like kind of pause and you can select yeah, If one. there's a weapon wheel or something like that, that's fine. But what terrifies me about like we were talking about with other ones is like I could see like in the air holding down the trigger button and not, you know, and pressing triangle and then pulling on the thumbstick. To, you know, like I could see like there are a lot of short web bursts or, you know, like peppering somebody with the wet. Like it could be some really complex, complex. They're, they're, I mean, you can pepper the webs yeah. at people, yeah. like, which I was my default thing when I didn't do any aerial combat, when I was just like, okay, this guy's got a gun, let me just look at him, shoot like three webs at him, get him stuck, and then I'll just hand-to-hand combat, that guy breaks free, then I yeah. jump to him, yeah. finish him off. Yeah. I yeah, like it, using the uh, web link, where it was like, you know, it's like I shoot it, or shoot the gadget at like one person, and it like shoots a web to the other one, and then they just get stuck together. Yeah, uh, my favorite thing to do is a couple of guys had grenades, they would throw it at me, and I'd be like, uh-uh, motherfucker. Hit the <laughs> R1, L1, grab it, spin it, and throw it right back at him, like, every yeah. time. It was like, oh. That was the thing, for just stepping into the game, and it would tell, as you as you yeah. hit each point, it was telling us, you know, hold down circle to do this, or hold down square, or hit this, or whatever. But just stepping into the game, we all picked it up pretty quick. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was were, a pretty short demo. It was like a 10-minute demo. And well... Mine was shorter. Yeah, I mean, they time it, but it's... It, I saw Ted Price there kind of wandering off to the side of the tents, looking in and watching people play quietly. And I was talking to him about it, and he said there's three hours worth of content in that demo. Wow. But they had so, it, there was a timer. If you, if you stayed in the yeah. demo too long, it would kick you off. And there was they, an endgame... Thing that yeah, you could there have, was a boss you could find, and yeah. if you beat the boss, then the demo which I also ignored ended. him as but, soon as I figured <laughs> out like that's probably the boss, and I was I, like, I I'm just gonna it. swing. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think he about said it, it's it's a small slice of New York City, but it's it's a, a wide variety of content because they figured people would be coming back to it during the week, and they'd try different things, and they wanted to make enough in there for people to just wander around and, and see and mm-hmm. do all kinds of different things in there. So it's three hours worth of content that's it, it's, potentially available. It's to exhilarating you. to climb up the tallest build, demo. run up the tallest building in that game. As soon as you climb up, you, there's like a, a like a leap button to yeah. leap, leap off things. So you run up a building to leap off a building and then immediately nosedive down, get as close to the, the street, you know, where you think you're going to die and then swing back up like that, mm-hmm. all that motion, all that stuff, like they nailed, like yeah. moving around that city. That's so good. And it feels like a real city. Like the streets are packed with people. Yeah. I spent a little time just walking around because I wanted to see if people interact. There's a couple people that like wave to you and stuff like that. <laughs> I tried going into subway and that's where how you fast travel. Oh, but it really? Was bl- it was blocked yeah. out. It was like you can't fast Spoiler. travel in this demo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, no, in the last trailer, they showed uh, him just like on the subway with all the other people. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, I, I feel like in previous Spider-Man games, like there is no reason for you to ever walk on, a, on you know, unless you're like stopping a mugger. There was actually one, uh, basically Spider-Man's like linked into like uh, the police uh, mm-hmm. like radios. So there was a call for like, oh, there's a bank robbery. So I'm like, oh, okay, let me see this. I, so I go down and I walk around the thing. I'm like, oh, sh- this bank should be here. And then I look and it's like a glass window and I can totally go in there. It isn't like a full thing. You kind of just fight them in like this little like indoor thing that's not super deep. But like if there are interactions like that where you can actually go into some buildings, that, that could be really cool. Because most of the time you get those open world games and all the buildings are just like 
blocked off, you know, fake doors, and there's like at least this glass window I can break into and like get the bad guys. It's really impressive for only about like seven minutes I got to play. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. But that was the only game they had outside. Uh, they had a Japanese area set up with all the Japanese food and drink. Yeah, I had sake, sake. for the first yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was good. It's good. They had the New York area with the hot, hot dogs, dogs and, and pasta and and meatballs and stuff and I had a um, death stranding here. Yeah, with <laughs> Korean barbecue. Area with with a fake Norman Reedus standing there with the baby and everything and the footprints were in the in the ground. It was really cool. Um, mini photo op things. But yeah, and then the coolest thing happened. Yeah, we we got told to they kept saying the the show is starting in five minutes please step go up the stairs and we're like what stairs where the because you're in a parking lot that's been transformed into this japanese new york yeah it's it's crazy so we wandered i was gonna say though uh, one thing i forgot we forgot from the press conference was um trover saves the universe oh Oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the the justin roiland game (laughs) which i'm excited for that because they do fun games and it's vr and it's i'm sure it's just gonna be ridiculous so yes i'm happy excited for that uh so back to we're trying to figure out where to go and we just figured let's wander back into the tent because that seems to be the most logical place uh the big tent and a lot of people were in there and they were just showing the trailers that we had already seen and we turned to one of the uh, event people and said where is this thing happening and they're like oh it's right here but it's a surprise we can't tell you what it is. I'm like well I just didn't know where it was because they see, keep saying go up the steps and it's a ramp to get in here there's no steps anywhere and she's like no the steps to get up uh, up into the seats I'm like okay so we walked up and we sat up in the back and they start bringing some couches out Couches were out, yeah. And we're, we're like, oh, we're, they're going to do like a you know roundtable discussion or yeah. something like they did at PSX. We figured that's what was going to happen. And then the lights go out and these people come out on stage and they all start picking up dual shocks. And we're like, what is going on? And up on the screen, you see something from Dreams. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's, it's the Media Molecule people. And they played a 10-minute concert in Dreams. And it was amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, they were so actually good. playing it, you know? And, yeah. And, and they were super into it. They did a bunch, a couple different genres. Like, it was like, what the first one was like jazz. Mm-hmm. Second one was EDM. And then the third one was just metal. Metal. Uh, <laughs> and they were cool. super yeah. into it, like, rocking out. And they had the controls in the corner. I don't understand uh, the controller interface. It was fascinating it's, to watch yeah there's but that's that's one of the music interfaces like you can literally lay out notes and things like that if you want to do set music in a game but that is you you pick you pick the the style of music you pick the the instrument and then you have these areas on the screen and as you move across them it makes the noise and you could see like he had the button. It had the buttons there. It looked like each of the face buttons and each of the um, direction buttons had a note on it, like an A B C. It was just. It was fascinating watching like the like cursor as like was move all over around. the place. Yeah, because yeah. I think that's some kind of like effect around. around it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was making different sounds, but and it was, man, it was so yes. freaking good. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> no date though. 
no date. Surprisingly for no. for dreams, but no. I'm 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 fine with that. Um, it'll probably it's be in soon. January or February. It's soon. It's I I would say it's this I year. Said 2018. No, no, I'm, I was joking that it would be no, it would be February twenty second. I, I would say it's it's later this year because <laughs> before or after Spider Man. After September twenty fifth. Yeah, September. I'd say after. Yeah. Because they don't really like to put their big games in the holiday rush. But it could be a good family game for like the yeah, the I, Christmas. I, I, I think that like in October, late October, early November is a good spot yeah. for it. But they, mm, they just, are competing with a lot then. Yeah, Smash. They November. Do that, so. Yeah, or it the just, last couple of years they do not like to do that. Yeah, yeah, they like March. They like that 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 March or like, even during the summer because yeah. Naughty like Dog June, games they like, like February to come out the and they like March. But from everything I've seen, they're close. I from what I saw at like a month ago it almost looked finished to me. I right. mean, it was, it was like, they're, they're still building content. Before, and, and I think if it was before Spider-Man, we should, we should have gotten a date today. Like I yeah. don't, I feel like them no, releasing something on the blog in two weeks is like a waste. It's not going to happen. We'll probably get the, uh, we'll probably get the official date, like Paris games week, which is like in September. Probably. Probably get like, Hey, it's out in two months. Well, they might even do like a soft launch where they put, do like a beta coming soon. That's most of the creator tools. That way they can start making content you know, and then have like they a full already release. have a ton of content in there. That's the thing. Yeah, like, but the, it's I, I I thought I recall at some point they said that they wanted to get the tools in the hands of community members. I think to those make people are content. already. Yeah, I don't think that they they're going to do like an available now at PSX kind of thing. Do you? I mean, they could if they that's wanted possible. to. They could potentially. do the whole it's, PSX that press is a light month dreams. usually December. Like by then things are usually dropping off if you're yeah. not you know South Park or something. But they also got delayed out of that month, anyways. Like the the developers themselves, they've just been messing in their spare time. They're just making shit all. And the I time. believe they like contacted like the Little Big Planet creator, like the major Little Big Planet creators, and they've been like working with them. Oh, those the commu- yeah, the yeah, community, yeah, the community creators, creators yeah. 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 So do they pay them for that? Who knows? Yes, they actually do. They hired a bunch of them. I know that I was to work on Little Big Planet three. Uh, but that's what they were saying. I that was part of my interview with uh, Mark. Uh, I forgot his last name right now. Um, that their dream For is <laughs> their their hope, their wish, what they would love to see is their hopes and dreams. Some schmo who has never, like me, uh, who never took a programming well. No. Who never took any kind of, who doesn't know programming at all, doesn't know video games at all, but is a huge musician or is a huge artist, like in their spare time, just that's their thing. And they mess around in there and they put their content up and they end up getting a job in the industry somewhere as an artist for some some major studio or um, as even a programmer for a major studio. Maybe, maybe Molecule is hiring. And this is their very complicated exam for hiring. Yeah. They're the ones who are looking for people. Who Dreams is their the Craigslist. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's fascinating, though. It's literally a game studio, a full game studio in a box that you can use your DualShock or your Move controllers or VR to build shit. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And we just ton out there for a little bit of time. Uh, ate a lot of food. Saw food a bunch of people. Fucking great. Which was cool. Food was great. 
That's it. Yeah, the food was amazing. But Dave left us to go somewhere else. Yeah, I went. There was only one game that was playable there, so I ate what I wanted to eat, and then I went and played games. I went to. I talked about what I played. Like I went to the Ubisoft Lounge, and I got some more hands-on time with Skull and Bones and Division, and then we'll have more time with our appointment on Wednesday. So. Um, but tomorrow starts E3 officially. So. Those will be the long podcast. Yes. So these have been short because we we recorded one they more ain't podcast. Be that long. Nah, <laughs> we we say that, but uh, because like. The reason the last two episodes, this episode's shorter than usual, and you know yesterday was short, is because we don't usually do the podcast we did yesterday. You know, so we usually just bundle all that up for Monday's podcast. I don't so. feel like this one was short. Yeah, it's not too oh, bad. Twenty right now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's just you're you're a sleepy wow. boy. It's okay. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, um, show floor opens tomorrow for the media at eleven o'clock. Um, I wanted to. Oh, one, one last thing. You've been kind of quiet, Wyatt. What did you think of your first Sony? <laughs> oh yeah, conference? yeah. I, I love what Ramon yeah. told you. Yeah, yeah. my first press conference. Um, not what I was expecting. <laughs> I don't think anyone was expecting was, this. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mentioned yeah earlier. Like, yeah, it's like I think it's like the best and worst first press conference because it was so great and has ruined the rest for me now. I think he asked me too something to the extent of, are we gonna have to sit in this like wood pew for like an hour and a half? <laughs> I hope not. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, Ramon yeah. was like, yeah, don't expect this next time. <laughs> well, well, that good. was the most entertaining part. So, like, you, you were in front of the group. I was walking, and some of the Sony PR people were in the mix trying to bring, like, Kojima and stuff with them. And, like, you could just see, see people like, do you have him? Like, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In- including, like, Shu and stuff like that. They were These people were transporting. They didn't get up and leave early. They didn't. They were in the group with us moving. Like, it was. Yep. We got to talk to Shu. Which yeah. was good. Talked to Sean Layden. You uh, talked to else? the guy from Detroit, David Cage, yeah. and the actor. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Con. Brian Brian Deckard, Ashley Johnson, and Ashley Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, Brian Deckard's uh, fiance or wife now. Actually, they got married. Now that I think of it, um, who was on True Blood. She said she still has her fangs, which is awesome. <laughs> um, who else did we say? Uh, some people from uh, Sucker Punch. Um, Scott Rohde. We talked yeah. to him for a little bit. Uh, Ramon from uh, San, Diego. San Diego. Yeah. Yep. There's uh, everyone from Sony there. there yeah. Yeah. Was there was really full. Cool. There was like full teams there. Like. Uh, after you left, like Naughty it got dog was super all, crowded, dog was all crowded yeah. because all the developers were not in that room with us. They came out afterwards, so you yeah. had like a ton of people from Sucker Punch, a ton of people from Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog was all in the Japanese area, like pounding down the drink. Yeah, they they were drinking <laughs> heavy at one point. That was awesome. I ran into someone, uh, and they made well, me I take like how long they've been working on that trailer. Yeah, for uh, uh, I like took two shots with some uh, with a listener and. Um, he, uh, we just see like this huge crowd of probably like 20 people and they're like celebrating like they're cheering and like clanking glasses and he's just like that's all of Naughty Dog you and ran I'm, into a listener? yeah someone who's uh, in the industry and that was like oh. an, a listener uh, but it was just funny because like there's this huge crowd of people and they're like super celebrating and then uh, I was like what's going on there and he's just, like Th- those are all Naughty Dog and you see a bunch of people with, like Last of Us t-shirts and he's like yeah they're just living it up right now, and they were just like all 
all in that area just because it's just like success, you know? The only team I didn't see, and I, I noticed Sorry, it when man. we were walking out, huh? Ben? Days no. Gone was absent from that. Ben which was, was there. They were all there. Um, but uh, Gorilla. I didn't see a single person from Gorilla. Kind of, I don't know if they brought any of them over. There's not really anything to bring them over for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they Maybe. are. They, I mean, it's their engine that's uh, on Death Stranding, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think they I share mean, engine parts for I every. Yeah, I think they share their. But engine it, their engine their is particular. Their engine yeah. specifically was the one that uh, Kojima picked. Kojima was picked. Yeah. That's when he, him, and Mark Cerny went on but a world tour. Gave it to him in a wooden yeah, box. What we learned when something like that <laughs> happens is that Gorilla like says, "Okay, you six, you work for Kojima until it's done." And yeah. They, they essentially send them to that studio until they're done, or until. I think for for this one, they like like Andy said, they gave him the source code and were like, "Here's like, yeah. here's yeah. the keys to the city." Right. But yeah, um, Days Gone was absent from the press conference, which is a little odd. But it's I, not. I mean, it's ready. Like it's not done. But I mean, it's. I, I wonder if, just based on the reactions from like that preview event, if they were like, okay, let's they let's let this. Gonna, they said it wasn't going to be at the thing before the preview event. But I think that's weird because that's like a, you know, big game coming out in like February. You know, they did show it in the sizzle reel. They've got a few yeah. times. They've got time to show it. They've yeah. got Paris Games Week. They've PSX, got, they'll probably go crazy with PSX. I, I, personally, for me, I, I think that this might be a telling sign of, like, they need to work on this a little bit or they don't want to deal with, like... They, having, what they need to do is they need to talk more about the story. Yeah. As they get closer, they need to talk more about the story because right now it just looks like generic Horde survival. Horde. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it, it just sucks. Gonna, it's going to have to accompany The Last of Us until it's released. Because The Last of Us doesn't have a release date, which means it's probably coming out after. It will come out after Days oh, Gone. The Last of Us will be like summer 2019. Yeah, but so. Days Gone is going to... Last of Us was before. I had, to, right. I had to bust through Last of Us before E3. Yeah. The When that the originally PS3 came out. Yeah. Yeah, so Days Gone being absent was a little weird to me, but... I, I mean, so. The Last of Us was such a big point for this show it kind of makes sense to like let's not bring days gone here to follow the last of us I hope it's playable on the floor somewhere maybe yeah it's like it, in, the, it, in the lobby or whatever it should be yeah it will be yeah so all right well we have you know like michael said we've we've i think we have something like 60 appointments over the next three days yeah may have went a little overboard not really but no <laughs> so we've first got- appointment of e3 for ps nation Atari. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And I think I am I think wearing my Yards Revenge shirt. Smash Brother impressions are going to be doing. <laughs> I have a Smash Brothers appointment as well. Yeah, me too. Same. Yeah. I wanted to do that. I just didn't have the time. I didn't set And I guess it, for the most part, I guess the positive aspect of it is that you guys know what time you're going to be there versus versus when we walked in there in years past. And by the time that we get to the Nintendo line, they're like, line's closed for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> so that last person, like nine oh seven, line is closed for the day. Yeah, this like, last person in line will not get in until the show closes, yeah. and the person's like, "Yay!" And that, that's happened in the time it took Josh and I to get all the way to the back to the Sony booth that one year. We're like, yeah. "Oh man, yeah." yeah. So, but we'll, enjoy we'll, your E three sitting in line. Well, we'll talk a little bit about it tomorrow to see how it works. I'm really genuinely curious to see how the different hours are going to work this year compared to last year, and um, where they're allowed to go. I, I feel like that they need to address that in terms of what they the the public kind of had free roam of the entire um, convention center, and I 
I have a feeling that's not going to be the case. No, they blocked them off from going upstairs. No, they were upstairs. <laughs> they did not. They were <laughs> always upstairs. To, but they would definitely. Oh, you're upstairs. right. They were. They, they were. That's they where all of them were chilling. Into those yeah. rooms. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot. So like, the classic, I mean, like I'm allowed they, in here. Like, know, no, you're not. I mean, like, just based on like getting into the door for us to pick our badges up. I mean, I know those are metal detectors and everything, but I think they probably increase security by like 200 to 300 percent. So I mean, and them being upstairs didn't like bother me. You know, bothered every. It PR person, was yeah, upstairs. like it bothered the developers and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, but I'll just be really curious how the media only hours work and the public hours. It'll be E3 like two years ago, basically, before the public. Andy mentioned that earlier. It'll be before yeah. they allowed the public in. So crowded still. Still crowded, yeah, yeah. but less crowded. It's all good. I but mean, Josh and I have decided we're going to take bikes over to the convention center tomorrow. Fuck yeah, you can't periscope and ride your bike at the same time. Watch that's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll watch you like. <laughs> They don't. They don't have pegs that one of us can go on the back of, and oh my god, <laughs> it's really not that, that hard to hold up to hold a bike with one hand, hold a handle and bar see, with one I hand. No, in LA traffic, I, I have no problem attempting to ride a bike. bike about a week ago. Okay. Damn, I, I, I have a bike. The last <laughs> time I rode it all the time. Bike count. I have no problem attempting to ride a bike. I have a problem attempting to ride a bike downtown. <laughs> I got no worries about it's that. It's been 20 years since I rode a bike, and it was a gargoyles bike that You're was 20 stolen. Years old. <laughs> I ride all through traffic. A gargoyles no bike stolen. All right. Had so, Goliath on it. Ooh, it badass. That is it for tonight. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll have another show up. Probably. Anyone say Wednesday something? Morning. So. so more Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> okay, let's go. Exactly how you guys know how the recorder works, and you can. So let's talk about this whole Axel thing. All right, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Dave or how everyone else, Dave talks about destiny. Bye, bye, bye.